morning, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, this is Tanks and Tutties, presented by Tubbs and Frankie. It is episode 64, technical difficulties as always. Frankie is on an hour late now, um, so appreciate that. Not like I have anything else to do in my life, but sit here for an hour and wait for your dinosaur computer. Now, I believe you are using the first ever Mac created, correct? Uh, no, it's, it's an HP. So, oh, so it's the first HP created. You pulled it pretty, from the museum. Pretty close. Um, some reason it does have a touch screen, so I'm not really sure how they got that. But yes, it is old um, in computer years. So it's it's six, I think six or seven years old. Which in computer years, I believe it's uh, like 15 years for every one year. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, somewhere in that 70, 80, 90 range. I'm right there with you. The only difference, so my computer's the same age. The only difference is that mine starts up right away. I can get everything going. I never have updates. And you know what? Maybe that's the reason my computer is shit, because I haven't updated it since, I think, junior year of college, which was, how many years ago was that? Four? About yes. four years, right? I don't, I don't know. I kind of lose track of time. Anyways, enough about our technical difficulties. Um... Normal episode this week, football, football, and more football. Uh, life could not be better than it is right now with football back. MLB playoffs are starting soon as well, so that's fun. Um, Sports Equinox right is around the corner. That's true, it is. Um, let's get right into it. Frankie, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. Um, Friday, I don't think I did anything Friday, to be honest with you. Um, let's see, Saturday, 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 what did I do Saturday? Paige and I did a bunch of cleaning Saturday, and then, uh, we went out and had to do a little bit of shopping, cleaned our cars, um, which my car needed it badly, I probably should just pay for it to get detailed at this point, but I don't really want to do that, so... We did our own cleaning of our cars and then uh, watched football the rest of Saturday. Um, I luckily was cleaning my car during the Colorado-Oregon game. Uh, so at about halftime, I think I turned it off. <coughs> and then Sunday, we did uh, did the whole grocery pickup, some donuts again. Great start to the day. Watched some football. Kept track of the spreadsheet that I've uh, created for NFL and college. Uh, it's looking great, spoiler alert. And yeah, just continue to watch football. I got to watch the Packers come back, which we'll talk about later. And Sunday night's game was okay, I guess. Um, honestly, weekend was pretty chill, didn't do much. Might try to get out golfing this week, we'll see. Um, yeah, how was your weekend? I know your weekend was a lot more exciting than mine, so... Yeah, I uh, mine was kind of the opposite of yours. There wasn't a lot of chill. Um, I took off work on Friday. Um, Sid's friend was getting married up in the UP. Um, so we left Thursday night. We stopped in Mackinac City. Um, we didn't get there till about 9.30, I think. So we just kind of hung out in the hotel room, um, watched a little bit of football, and then went straight to bed because we were going to try to wake up early. Uh, we still had about a four-hour drive. It was about an eight-hour drive total. So we did four Thursday night, and then Friday we did four. But we stopped in this town in the UP called Fayette. Um, it's a ghost town. 
actually super cool. I've never been to something like this. Um, it used to be a, I want to say it was a mining town. I, I could be completely wrong. But anyways, they uh, restored some of the buildings, and you could just kind of walk around and see what life was like in the 1880s. So it was very cool. That was about, we stopped there for about an hour and a half, um, and then we made the rest of the drive over to Iron River. And then uh, the UP is beautiful right now, man. Fall colors. We actually got some decent weather. Uh, a little bit rainy on Saturday, but it went away by the time the wedding started. Uh, what did we do Friday night? Oh, went to the rehearsal dinner. Um, well, I, I got to skip the rehearsal part. And then we got to eat the dinner, though. And then we went to a bonfire Friday night. That was fun. And then Saturday, uh, it was kind of funny. So I didn't know a single person at this wedding other than my girlfriend, Sid, of course. Um, and her friend had, was bringing her boyfriend along. He was in the same boat as me. So it was kind of the situation where it was like, all right, well, hopefully you guys get along because you're going to spend more time with him than you will with me. So I was very nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I met him Friday night. Honestly, like, super easy. You know how it is with guys. I mean, if you sports yep. bet and if you like football, like, it's easy. It's done. So me and him went golfing Saturday morning. Um, we played a course up there, absolutely beautiful course. Apparently the owner is like super rich, so he didn't care about prices and their price right now was 45 for unlimited golf. Jesus. Um, we only played 18, so it was raining, but this course was easily probably, he could have charged 90 and I, pro I don't think I would have paid it, but if I was making a trip and played that course, I'd be like, wow, this is worth it. And it was 45 unlimited played really well on the front and then kind of lost it on the back. I think because of the rain. Uh, then we had lunch, um, watched some of the Michigan game, then got ready for the wedding. Wedding was super fun. They're always fun. Um, and then so didn't get, to watch, didn't get to watch a lot of football on Saturday, but I did watch the Michigan game. And then um, it was weird, though, being in the UP because there's no cell phone reception up there at all. Mm -hmm. Like I, I had reception in the hotel room. But that was about it. Like, at the wedding, there was none. So it was like I had to, like, get to know people. Luckily, everybody everybody was super cool. Um, and it was an open bar, so you know that's a great time. Um, and then Sunday, I yeah, drove home. Um, I told Sid, I was like, I'll drive first, so that way I could try to watch some football later on. Um, I ended up – we left a little bit later than we wanted to, so I ended up driving for part of the Lions game. And it, I, I went old school. I listened to him on the radio. Oh. And it really took me back. It took me back to the old days, like, driving with my dad, listening to the Lions, and him just, like, cussing them out. Um, luckily, the Lions game went well. Obviously, we'll talk about it. Uh, stopped in Mackinac, or no, not Mackinac, St. Ignace, just before the bridge to get some lunch, and then made the rest of the way home. We got home at 7, which was really good, I feel like, for an eight-hour drive. Uh, we yeah, only stopped, like, three times, I think. So, it was real good. And, yeah, so just... Basic wedding. I'm ready for my. I'm ready for my normal football weekend though, where I don't really leave the couch on Saturday and Sunday. However, every weekend I've been doing something fun, so I can't. I'm not going to complain. This wedding was a lot of fun. Um, the UP's beautiful right now. They are just getting into their fall colors, and oh my gosh, I just I love fall, man. Football, a little bit cooler. Oh, good, 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 good times. It's honestly um, weird thinking about fall because like I'm so used to like. Now, in Wisconsin and Michigan, like, leaves would be changing. It'd be, like, high 60s, low 70s, even some 50s mm -hmm. in there. 
Uh, it's consistently been high 80s, and it doesn't look any different than what the summer yeah. looks like here. And I'm really yeah. not sure if we really get a fall. Like, I don't know if the leaves change color and it gets cool or if it just kind of, like, goes from summer one week to, like, cold the next week. Yeah. So I'm interested I, uh, to see. I have, I have not ran my air in, like, three weeks because it's just been high 60s. So that would be so nice. And the leaves are changing. My front yard and backyard are full of leaves. I'm not looking forward to raking those up. So I'm going to have to sacrifice a Saturday or Sunday on that here pretty soon. But like it's currently 90 degrees here that. right now. Dude, that's insane. It's 61 and raining right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's also rained here in like that. 2 weeks, so Jesus, that's crazy. And yeah. then another mind fuck over in like Britain it's winter like yeah. they're like snow it's I almost think, spring for them aren't they opposite no yeah. wait no that's no that'd be like australia australia well, hey, would be like spring because they're the southern hemisphere oh the other thing about the weekend that i wanted to bring up i'm looking up the weather in london real quick actually london england they're the it same hemisphere too yeah oh, so it's, it's the southern Anyways, hemisphere that's that opposite not that deep um the other thing about the up dude is the accents oh my god it was like when we first lived together and i made fun of everything you said but it's times 10 up there i'm just i'm gonna try to rattle yeah. off a couple of the big ones um bagel caffy instead of coffee um uh what am i missing uh oot, use oot a boot and um y- there was use one they say use one. Yep, use my grand because oh, my grandparents yeah, used to live right up by the UP. They were still in Wisconsin, but it was pretty close to the UP, and they pretty much gained the UP accent. Mm-hmm. Dude, ninety it was ninety eight percent of the people at this wedding had that accent, so I felt like such an outsider. It was such a crazy feeling. Um, Let's get into it because we got a lot of football to talk about, um, and obviously we got a big matchup this week on Thursday night. We got to do a little preview of. Um, so locks and long shots here. I had a pretty good week last week. I believe I went two and one. Um, so that brings me to forty-one and thirty-six. Still waiting on Wisconsin over eight and a half wins. They looked pretty good on Friday. Um, had Oregon minus twenty-one last week. Blew out Colorado. Uh, Ole Miss plus seven versus Bama. Didn't get to watch that game, but they did not cover. And then Penn State minus fourteen and a half versus Iowa. That was a W. We'll get into that game a little bit later, too, because Iowa's back, baby. Um, this week, though, I've got a lot. I I enjoyed having multiple locks last week. I did pretty well, 2-1. and one. That's, a winning, that's a winning weekend. So we're go, we got four this week. Uh, Lions money line Thursday night. We'll start there. I'm not going to talk too much about it yet because we're going to have a little preview. Um, but that's at minus 115. They are favorited. Um, the spread is, I think, what are they right now, Frankie? Minus one. Uh, I think it's minus one and a half. I know when it opened, so I don't. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see what it opened at? Wasn't it Packers minus one and a half? Yes. That made zero sense to me whatsoever. But yeah, it is. The opening uh, line made zero sense or the movement? No, the opening. I I think the only reason it was like that is because it's in Lambo. Yeah, I get that. I saw that, too, and I was going to take the Lions right away, but I'll just It's take now that. Lions minus one and a half, though. Yep. Um, and then I've got Bengals minus two and a half against, oh, Jesus, I can't remember who they're playing. Who are they playing? You Titans. Know. 
Titans. Yep, yep, yep. So this one, you're telling me, like, the Bengals just barely beat the Rams at home. I understand. Short week. However, you got to assume eventually the Bengals are going to get back to Bengals, right? Like, Joe Burrow looks so bad right now, and the Bengals' offensive line is awful. Burrow has no time to throw the ball. But it's been that way the last two years, and they've made the playoffs. So eventually they got to snap back into reality, and the Titans are just bad. Bad, bad, bad. Tannehill cannot throw the ball. Henry doesn't look like Henry anymore because their offensive line is banged up. So I like that there. Then I've got USC Colorado over 73 and a half. Um, this, this is out of my four locks. This is the one I would not touch if you're listening. Um, I just know that last week Colorado didn't put up any points. USC's defense is not very good. San Jose State scored what? 21 on them. I think Colorado is better like than San that, Jose yeah. State. I think USC is going to put up 56. So not, I just need Colorado to put up 17. I think that's doable. We'll take that. Uh, and then I've got the over in Michigan and Nebraska. It's set at 40. Um, games in Nebraska. Uh, I wanted to take Michigan spread, but it was too much. 18 points. Nebraska is always a tough place to play. But I went to the game two years ago, and it was a tight game. I think the final score was 31-28. That was with Cade McNamara at quarterback. I think J.J. is going to put up points. Nebraska's defense is okay, but I think we tear them up. I think Michigan puts up 28. I wouldn't be surprised if I see Nebraska put up 14, so I like the over there. Would you like um, the spreadsheets the take oh, on that game? For Michigan-Nebraska? Yes. Yes. Michigan 31, Nebraska 22, so Nebraska plus 17 and over 40. Okay. And is your college football spreadsheet the one that's been doing well or the NFL has been doing well? The NFL one's been doing really well. The... College one has been, yeah, um, it's like 49.8%. It's been better on spreads than it has totals, but. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't, I honestly, I don't see Nebraska put up 22. I don't know. uh, Are they using that new quarterback or are they still trusting the guy that sucks ass? Mm, I don't know. I can check their game from last week. We're going to find out on Saturday. Um, Why don't you check and I'll get into my long shots here. Uh, last week we had the overs parlay, not even fucking close. I don't. I I should have put some thought into it. I really didn't. Um, so that took me to twenty six, forty six, and one on the long shots. Um, that parlay, by the way, was Utah UCLA over fifty one. That game finished fourteen to seven. Um, and then Nebraska Louisiana Tech over forty seven and a half. I believe Nebraska won like twenty eight to seven. Uh, so not close as well. Twenty uh, this week we're just going, huh? Twenty eight to fourteen. Yeah, so, oh, it actually was close, but it didn't matter because UCLA, Utah could have been further away from the over. Um, this week, we're going back to the bread and butter. A little hungry dog. I like the Bucks money line at plus 136. Um, they are playing Carolina, and I, I like, the Bucks didn't look atrocious last night. They didn't look good. However, Second half was Carolina, much worse than the first half. I agree. Carolina is a bad team. Bryce Young doesn't look great. He's also banged up. And I think he's, Baker, he's Mayfield, not playing. Baker Mayfield's a duck. Andy Dalton's Young. playing. Okay, there you go. Boom. So give me plus 136, Bucks money line. They still have a decent defense. They only gave up, what, 25 last night? Probably could have been more at the end there. But, I mean, Carolina's not going to score 25 on them. So give me Bucks money line. What do you got, locks and long shots? So, first off, I did some research into Nebraska. 
Um, mm-hmm. They started Heinrich Harburg, their backup last week. He went 8 for 17, 107 yards and a touchdown, mind you, against Louisiana Tech. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Chuba Purdy did come in for one one pass attempt and went 0 for 1. But that game was uh, it was in Louisiana Tech, right? Or was that a home no game? in Nebraska? Oof. But uh, yeah, so the Purdy brother is there. Um, I also would like to point out that remind you this Harburg guy has started one game, and he is the season leader for passing yards for Nebraska. That's an insane stat. Yes. He also had their quarterback had two fumbles. And he's only thrown for 278 yards. Wait, 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 wait. Their quarterback had 19 carries for 157 yards. Did you see that? Uh, No. Oh, he had a 72-yard run. That's why. And then I was going to say I did not see that. He had two fumbles, and I'm assuming a wide receiver had a fumble. But Oh, yeah, he's got 42 carries for 272 yards and two touchdowns on the year. That's a lot. Yep. Here's the other thing with that game that I could also see. I could also see Michigan winning 42 nothing, then boom, the overhit. So this yeah. is, I think this is our first real, not even a test, but it's like um, just like a team that is It's not the worst team we've played yet because Rutgers was bad, and it was at home. It's a road game. Nebraska's tough to play. They always sell out. So I think Rutgers we'll is better than Nebraska, over. but – I, th- I think Rutgers might be better than Nebraska. However, Nebraska's defense is better, and it's a road game in Nebraska. And Nebraska's a tougher place to play than, obviously, a home game. That's fair. Anyways, um, my locks. I still have Wisconsin over 8.5 wins open as well. Uh, like Jake said, they did look good this week. Uh, last week, I had a pretty good week. Three or Two 1-1. One one. Should have been 3-1. and one. Uh, we had Notre Dame plus three that pushed. I don't really want to talk about it, but we'll have to talk about it later. I had Colorado, Oregon over 71. That lost. Um, Colorado just couldn't do anything. Chargers plus one and a half against the Vikings. They won outright. And then the Bills minus six and a half. Uh, it actually came all the way down to minus five before the game. Did not make any sense to me. Uh, but that hit as well. This week, I am taking the Dolphins. Plus three. Uh, They just put up 70 points. They're playing the Bills. I understand it is in Buffalo. Bills have not looked great. And the Dolphins don't look like any player can possibly be stopped. Um, So I like that a lot. Also, Packers money line. Have to do it. Um, You kind of have to. Yeah. (laughs) I I cannot wait to talk about this game because I have some very good very interesting takes um, that I think you'll like. And then I'm taking the Broncos Bears under 46. Um, This is pretty much the opposite of the Dolphins here. I think nobody on this team can do, on either of these teams can do anything. Uh, It's in Chicago, so it's going to be rowdy. I I just think these teams are the lowest of the low right now. And I can see this being a tie at like 3-3. That game is either going to be the worst game and lowest scoring game of the year, or it's going to be like crazy high scoring. I just don't think either of the offenses are good. I think the Broncos offense could be good, but 
Broncos offense definitely has better weapons, and but it's like Justin Fields could go for 200 yards rushing and three touchdowns. You know what I mean? Yep. And it could end up being like a 35 to 31 game or something. Yeah. So it after could also this be week, like you said a three-three tie. Yeah. After this week, I'm gonna be 28, 28 and two. I'm just putting that out there. Um, Ooh, I'm gonna go three and zero this week. So uh, long shots record is irrelevant at this point. Um, <laughs> Still have the Packers to win the North and Bijan Rookie of the Year open. Last week we tried to go big and go four and zero on the college underdogs because I've been hot with those. Uh, I completely flipped on me. I went zero four. I had Colorado plus thirteen and a half as an alternate spread that lost. Michigan State money line because I thought maybe they'd have some heart. They did not. Uh, they lost by a lot. I don't even know what the score was. Notre Dame money. Dolphins plus three. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins money line as well. I think, like I said, I just don't know if anyone on this team could be stopped. Um, and then I have two college football underdogs. Um, I talked a little bit about the spreadsheet, but I have made a college football and an NFL betting spreadsheet. Um, last week, my college football spreadsheet went 31-19-4 against the spread. And a lot of those 19 losses came in ranked games. So I found some underdogs who are playing in games without ranked teams. And I'm going to take Arkansas Moneyline. Uh, They are playing... Oh, I had it. I just had it. Arkansas is playing against Texas A&M in AT&T Stadium in Texas. So it's basically a home game for Texas A&M. But Arkansas is the home team. Uh, that's plus 205. And then I'm taking Syracuse money line against Clemson in Syracuse. I don't think Clemson is good on the road. Actually, I know they're not good on the road. And yes, Clemson did put up a fight, but I think this is a letdown game for Clemson after last week. So like those two, both at plus 205. I have one quick, um, not even, I, I, I'll just say it. What if we make a rule? So I'm fine with my long shots. My record's not that bad. Yours is obviously atrocious. What if we do a thing where each week you come up with a plus 1,000 play, whether it's a parlay or whatever, and if it hits, you can wipe your record and restart 0-0? Zero and zero. Ooh. No, I'll keep my record for this year. It's fine. Okay. Then how about... If I hit a plus 1,000 long shot, you have to say your record until you hit a plus 1,000 <laughs> long shot. That's fine. Okay. All right. I will cook one up for next week that I'm not going to throw something together right now. I'm going to actually put way too much research into this. I was going to say, this is going to be like a bunch of – this is going to be like a 30-leg all minus 1,000 co- yeah, yeah, yeah. favorites. We're going to call it We're gonna call it the 10-to-1 club, and I'm going to enter it. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be my it's record's gonna be, like, gonna be losses to wins. It's it's gonna be like Javi's twenty five leg minus a thousand per leg parlay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get cooking next week. All right, uh, why don't you go ahead and do your quick MLB update, and then we can we can talk some football. Yeah, so we are a week away from the MLB playoffs. So far, only six teams have clinched. Uh, the Orioles, the Rays, the Twins, the Brewers, the Braves, and the Dodgers have all clinched. 
Um, only the Twins, the Dodgers, and the Braves have clinched um, their divisions. If the Brewers win tonight, they clinch their division, so that's where we're standing with that one. Um, I believe, let's see, the Orioles have a two-and-a-half game lead on the AL East. Um, so as long as they continue to play good baseball, they should be able to clinch their division. Uh, looking at the AL West, the Rangers, the Astros, and the Mariners are all fighting for the West. It is only separated by four games between the three of them. And then for wild cards, it is all up in the air yet. Um, with a week to go, it's kind of crazy that we are we still have this many teams. I shouldn't say it's all up in the air. The NL wild card is all up in the air. The AL wild card is down to the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Astros, and the Mariners. Only three of them can clinch. One of them will not make it in. Uh, for the NL wild card, though, we are sitting at the Phillies, the D-backs, and the Cubs are in current position to have a wild card spot. The Marlins, the Reds, the Giants, and the Padres are on the outside looking in, with the Padres being the farthest back at five and a half games. Um, I'm honestly so excited for playoff baseball. Not much beats playoff baseball, and the fact that we are only a week away, and the Brewers are most likely going to be playing in the divisional round um, as a division winner. I am so excited, plus the Brewers are playing great baseball best time one of the best times of the year right now so that's all i have about mlb i was just gonna say i'm looking right now because i haven't really looked i didn't know we were only one week away i want the mariners to sneak in man i want them to get in so who do you want knocked out i saw they lost last night i want i want the astros knocked out that would be kind of great the astros have been not great like well actually neither the astros or the mariners yeah they've both both been bad Neither but, of them wants it. Let's see. So we got apparently not. the next two games for both are against each other, and then the Mariners have the Rangers to finish the season. The Astros Ooh. have – would that mean the Astros have the Angels? Probably finish in the division. Uh, no, they got the D-backs. Yeah. Interesting. The Astros have to play the D-backs the last two games. And are the D-backs in? The D-backs um, are not, not officially. They might be playing too. It's gonna be it's gonna be a funky little ending those last four games. So that'll be something to watch for. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for playoff baseball too. Something to watch when football's not on. Maybe even get a little baseball and football going at the same time. If um, the Phillies win tonight, by the way, they clinch a playoff spot, so they would lock up a, the first wild card spot, and then it would be down to the D-backs, Cubs, Marlins, Reds, Giants, Padres. Basically, it's gonna be down to the D-backs, Cubs, Marlins. And Reds. Let me talk real quick about the Tigers, just since I haven't talked about them in so long. I would say this year was a successful season for them. Um, it was the longest it's taken them to get mathematically eliminated from the playoffs in six years, so that's a W. And they have a chance to finish less than 10 games away from 500. So that's a pretty good season in my eyes. Torx got a shot at hitting his 30th home run. Go for it. That's dude. a start. It's a start. That's a start, man. That's It's a decent start. And look at the Reds. Good cash out on my end. They've fizzled out. They still have a chance to make the playoffs, but they're not going to win the division. I should have just hedged and taken the Brewers when they were plus 200 that one time. But, hey, live and learn. Uh, maybe I have a new niche, and that is betting divisional winners. So, All right, we'll ready see. for some college football? Yes. So what did we already talk about? Um, 
I already kind of talked about Michigan. They they handled their business. Not going to talk too much about it. They look good against Rutgers. Um, unfortunately, didn't cover once again, but it was a it was a push, right? They were plus twenty four. Uh, twenty. Or it depends where you got it. 24, 24 and a half. Yep. So I believe because um, I had Rutgers that, twenty four and a half. That's the case everything. I'm still going to count it as they didn't cover because the last time I saw it, when I would have bet it, I didn't because I told myself I'm done betting on Michigan. They're minus 24, so that's a push. Yeah, um, regardless, they don't have but, a win in the covering column. Right. So, like I said, decent test this week against Nebraska. Hopefully they handle them pretty easily. Um, but Wisconsin, man, they looked good Friday night, I would say. Um, they finally used Braylon Allen. Um, they were forced to. What are, what are your thoughts? They, I think, I agree, they did look good. But they, like I said, they were forced to use Braylon Allen. Um, Chaz Malusi, did you happen to see the replay? Um, I did not. Or wait, yeah, uh, he somebody is, sent it to me actually. I think was that the ankle that was bent sideways. Yes, yes, he is done for the year. I did see um, that. most likely. I did see that. Disgusting. Um, but yeah, that I think that happened like early in the second half, and Braylon still only out touched him sixteen to eleven, which is kind of crazy. Um. Oh, I'm watching but, it again. Yeah, but we we Ooh. now are forced to use. <laughs> we are now going to be forced to use Braylon Allen, which is great. I fucking love it. Uh, Mordecai once again wasn't Imagine amazing, wasn't bad. Celebrating your player getting injured. Well, it's not celebrating that he's injured. I'm celebrating that we finally get to use Braylon Allen how he's meant to be used. Um, I mean, he was electric. Mordecai also. Like I said, he wasn't great throwing. Um, he was really good on the ground. He had 14 rushing attempts for 44 yards and two touchdowns. So nice to see that he can actually move his feet. Um, outside of that, not a lot. I mean, they never really took their foot off the gas, which is good to see. I just hope that we continue to play like this because, uh, spoiler alert, the Washington State game was not actually a bad loss. So, one loss to a Washington State team right now doesn't look that bad. Yeah, I uh, it's it's later on the dock there. I I kind of made that point. I was thinking, um, I was thinking Washington State would lose one here shortly, and then it would be a bad loss. But they've looked good. They just beat a good Oregon State team. Um, I'm surprised Wisconsin's not ranked. Their one loss came to a top 15 team, um, but not a bad thing because it's only the AP poll. It literally means nothing. It had Colorado ranked in the top 15, so wouldn't worry too much about it. Speaking so, of Colorado. Well, hold up. Oh, I actually have uh, something about Wisconsin yet. So we have a bye week this week. And then. That's an early bye. It is, but I think it's kind of the perfect timing for this team. It's kind of a, you know, regroup and rest up because then you go Rutgers, Iowa, Illinois, Ohio State. So I think this is the perfect time for this bye week, and I am so excited to see how many points we hang on Rutgers. Is the um, is the Rutgers game at home? Yes. I, here's the thing. I thought Michigan would hang a bunch of points, but I hate the way we fucking just take out the starters and take the foot off the gas. Blow them out. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, no line for that game. I was kind of curious. I think Wisconsin will be 
probably double digit favorites probably minus 14 you think yeah probably what were they for the purdue game do you know uh six they were like six weren't they yeah yeah. So if you were six versus Purdue on the road, you're at home. Yeah, they're probably fourteen point favorites. The Iowa game will be interesting. And I think Iowa Illinois we only open as four, trouble, so you can kind of three four. Hopefully Illinois doesn't give you trouble, so you can kind of rest up for Ohio State. I would I will be rooting so hard for Wisconsin on that day, and it's Halloween weekend. Hopefully that game gets flexed to like eight o'clock somehow, so I can just be obliterated watching Wisconsin kick some ass. We can only Actually, hope. that's probably going to be the big noon game, huh? Yeah, probably. All right, uh, let's talk Colorado. I think that's the only one we really have to spend a lot of time on. Um, I, I put here that they got exposed, but they didn't really get exposed. They were missing their best player in Travis Hunter. Uh, Oregon's a great team. It was a road game. Did you see, though, the videos of all their players talking shit pregame? Yeah, and like them showing up um, early and walking on the field to the logo and everything. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I hated that. That is disgusting. And I was I, I saw this after the game, obviously. Oregon, by the way, forty two to six, pummeled them, covered the spread. It was never a game. Colorado looked like a JV team out there. Uh they dropped out of the rankings, thank God. They're also no longer on my timeline. So I've been a very happy human as of late. Um you stopped watching at half as you said. Um I stopped asking for score updates when it was forty two nothing. Um yeah, I mean, it's just – I think Colorado could be a very good team in two years. I just hated how much hype they got so fast because they won a couple games. Well, it was crazy because I started watching this game and then went to start cleaning my car. And I just, like, had it up on my phone. And I, like, I got through the car wash and it was, like, 21 to nothing. And I was like, all right whatever like slow start we can get some points back here because i was on colorado um and then mm-hmm. i like got out of my car started cleaning some stuff came back like two minutes later and it was 28 to nothing i was like shit that was quick like all right uh went into halftime wasn't really watching came back and like i felt like halftime had just finished and all of a sudden it was 35 to nothing and i was like damn like oregon must have just scored quick and i literally like turned around cleaned a couple things looked back and it was 42 to nothing i was like what is going on like yeah what am i missing when that happened when that happened uh we had come back because we drove two separate cars to the wedding initially and we were like oh we're only gonna want one and it was only five minutes from the hotel so we drove them back and i had to run in and grab something and i knew i left the game on so i checked the score and i'm like okay it was like 35 nothing. Went back out to the car, realized I forgot something or had to pee or something. I don't remember, but I had to go back in. And then, boom, it was 42 nothing. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it just felt like every time I looked, the score was just getting more and more lopsided. And I did not see that coming at all. Yep. Colorado fans really were like that guy in the water boy when he's like, oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. Um, yeah, so Colorado, I mean, they might finish the season ranked if they can. They got USC this week, so probably yeah, get blown a bad out. Yeah, it's a bad two-week stretch for Colorado. It would have it worked great in their favor if they won a couple of these games, but they also have Washington coming up, and I believe they have Utah later on in the season. Pac-12's just, just bad, loaded. Bad, bad. Pac-12 does look good. Also, um, 
Michael Penix is now the favorite for the Heisman. Is it time we start talking about him going number one overall, or is it still Caleb Williams? No, it's still going to be Caleb Williams. I do like that I've basically dog-walked you each week closer and closer to the take that uh, the Pac-12 is really good, and I'm hoping that eventually you I can get you to... You didn't dog-walk If, 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 at the end of the season there are two Pac-12 teams in the championship, or in the playoff, then you dog-walked the fuck out. Like, I, you put the collar on me, attached to the leash... And said bark, bitch. And then I go, woof, woof. But as of I'm right now, saying, the we're getting being closer good, and closer. I don't think I ever said the Pac-12 was going to be ass. No, I there's don't no think way you said that, that I said but... like U.S. Like I, you, I, I probably admitted USC is going to be good. Utah is going to be good. I said Washington State's mm, always no. Up there you did not think Mike Utah Leach. was going to be good. I for sure. There's no way I thought a possible playoff team last year with a returning quarterback wouldn't be good. I don't think you thought they were going to be that good. I definitely don't think they're going to make the playoff. And I honestly, without their – has he even played yet, Cam Rising? Um, I honestly don't know. I don't either because I haven't watched their games. But I know I'm going to look up. right now. When they get him back, they might be scary. Unless he played last week, then they're not scary anymore. But So last right week, he, he did week. not. He yeah, has not so played I yet. I don't think he's played yet. Yeah, they have, he hasn't played yet. Once they get him back, they might be scary. We'll see. Considering they're four and zero and number eleven in the country without him, yeah. And they've played a couple tough teams. UCLA what was the first one. Florida. Florida, Florida looks decent too. Baylor, which eh. Baylor me eh. snuck out of there though with the W. Can't hate on sneaking out with the W. Um, other games here: uh, Florida State edged out Clemson. Dabo with some of the weirdest clock management I've ever seen in my life. Uh, used the timeout on defense to help out Florida State and then didn't spike the ball to go for the Hail Mary there at the end. Um, yeah, yeah, as like somebody who was... With 12 seconds and they ran a fucking halfback draw. As somebody who was on Clemson, I was very frustrated by the play calling um, for Clemson. You, did you it watch just, an overtime? Yeah. What happened, I because I couldn't watch it, but was there some sort of weird play call on third down or something in overtime? Um, yeah, let me bring up the the score so that I can refresh my memory because I know it was horrible, but I don't. Oh, Clemson! I don't remember directly off the top of my head what it was. Um. All right, play by play. This is the beginning of the game. So on in wait, this is yeah OT. Their first drive in OT, first and 10, ran a pass, incomplete. Second and 10, ran for nine yards, great. Third and one, they did a screen pass for no yards. And then fourth and one, they passed again. You have Will Shipley. two, Two plays, one yard to go, and they didn't run it with one of the best running backs in the country. After a guy who just ran for nine yards on second down. That's that's an interesting interesting choice. Yeah, I saw some tweets. I don't remember who was tweeting it, but I'm assuming they had Clemson because they were not happy. Yeah, it was. I had Florida. State it was though. baffling. Um, all right, I'm gonna fly through a couple of these just so we can get into NFL. Um, I won't fly through that one. We already talked about Washington State. LSU narrowly beat Arkansas. Didn't even really watch that game. I have nothing to say. I just saw it was close, and LSU's ranked. 
Uh, Bama took care of Ole Miss. You had on here Ole Miss couldn't get it going in the second half. You want to talk about that quick? I didn't really watch it. I was on Ole Miss. I know they're up 7-6 uh, at halftime, and then they literally didn't do anything the second half, and Bama outscored them 17, I believe it was 17 to nothing in the second half. So um, I should have known Nick Satan was going to pull something out of his ass and oh, yeah, so wasn't going to let that. Yeah, time. exactly. He couldn't lose to Ole Miss, but it's whatever. It was a bad week of betting, so we're over it. Um, and then Iowa football is so back. They had 76 total yards and four first downs against Penn yeah. State. Yeah, do you happen to know what the punt yardage was? Because I believe it was like 400 yards of punts. Today. 352 yards of punts. That's what it was. Yep, I was back. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so back. Um, I actually had the over in that game. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. I think it was 42 and a half, and I was sitting there on Saturday. I think it was Saturday morning at the golf course. We were kind of putting our bets in, and I was like, man, I just I feel like Penn State might put up a shitload of points. And then we no. kind of talked it out, and I'm like, also like 42 and a half or whatever it was. I'm like, even if Penn State puts up 35, Iowa's got to score, right? Nope, they didn't score. No. <laughs> so no. just Iowa football so back. I can't wait for Iowa-Wisconsin. That game's going to be a – sloppy sloppy mess but i think that honestly game is gonna be for the west i don't know how to feel about that game because they're both such different teams this year like yes iowa's defense is still really good and wisconsin's defense is still pretty good but also iowa's defense is somewhat decent it, like it has the potential to be decent and wisconsin's offense has the potential to be very deadly like I don't know what to think about it. So, I can't decide if I want Wisconsin or Iowa to make it to the championship. Because obviously, I want. I'm expect not expecting, but ass- oh, you're you're expecting. Looking at looking at Mich- I do not expect it because Penn State's tough and Ohio State's tough. Like making the championship is going to be a huge accomplishment this year. But if Michigan makes it. Would I rather have them play Wisconsin or Iowa? And I think the answer is Iowa mm. because Cade McNamara just went there and he talked a lot of shit. Um, and Wisconsin, like, it'd be cool to kind of beat you and, you know. So you're more scared of, you. of Wisconsin is what you're saying? No, not at all. I'm not scared of, I, I'm not scared of any team in the West at all. Um, but except So for you're looking ahead is what you're saying. Play. I'm not looking ahead. I already said if Michigan made it, it'd be a great accomplishment. But who would I want them to play if they did make it? And, like, beating Wisconsin would be cool because we can make fun of you. But I don't think you would be as hurt as I would want you to be because I think you see Wisconsin as not a very good team. But if they made the championship, I think you would find a way to convince yourself they have a chance to win. So, I think they are a good team. I don't know. Team. As of right now, it's Iowa. But I wouldn't be mad if it's Wisconsin either. I just don't want, like – Northwestern or Minnesota somehow. So, um, hmm. but like I said, we got to get through Penn State and Ohio State first. Those are not easy games. Um, all right, and so last thing here for college football: Notre Dame with like the choke of the century. I think two plays at the end of the game, crunch time, and they have ten defensive players out there. Talk about it. I'm assuming you watched it. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah, um, I was on 
Notre Dame plus three. I was on Notre Dame money I think line. All of America was, dude. All of America had Notre Dame. I mean, it just it made more sense. Like OSU's quarterback hasn't proven anything. OSU in general hasn't proven anything. Notre Dame has looked great. They're playing in Notre Dame, and I mean Ohio State kind of. I don't want to say controlled the game. Like the first half, it was three nothing. That's it. And then it was just back and forth in the second half. Um, honestly, it was great. Like, it was just seeing such a competitive game. Um, but then, yeah, the the last Ohio State drive, they marched down the field um, 65 yards in a minute and 25 seconds. And I think the worst part about it was that they had a third and seven. Actually, no, they had a fourth and seven at Notre Dame's 39 with 51 seconds left, down four, so they had to go for it. And they got a first down. And then they got another first down. And then they had a third and 19 with 15 seconds left at the 22 and got another first down. And then first and goal at the one-yard line, they threw it once, and it was incomplete. Second and goal, they threw it with Notre Dame having 10 guys on the field, incomplete. And then they decided, you know what, third down, let's finally run the ball from the one-yard line. Notre Dame continued to only put out 10 guys on the field, and they walked it right in for a touchdown. So Notre Dame had no chance to really do anything on the last drive. They only had one second. And, yeah, it was it was frustrating because Notre Dame should have won that game. Honestly, probably would have won that game if they had 11 guys on the field for the last two plays. But I don't know. Notre Dame doesn't – Notre Dame's overrated. They should not be number six. I don't believe they should even be a top-ten team. I understand since they're 4-0, you kind of have to. But I don't think Notre See, Dame, gonna, I don't think Ohio State is going to be a playoff team this year. I'm going to disagree with you on the Notre Dame take. I think they are a top ten team. Um, they hung around with. Wait, Ohio did I State. say did I, I say Notre Dame is overrated? Yes. Oh, I meant Ohio State. I'm sorry. I don't okay. think Notre Dame is overrated. I think okay. they are perfectly rated where they are right now. I think they are good in the just in the top ten, you know. Uh, but I agree with Ohio State. You kind of have to leave them there because they made the playoff and they haven't shown you a reason to not be in the top ten yet. But I agree with you, take that they're not going to make the playoff because I think. I think Penn State beats them. I think Wisconsin might beat them, and obviously I. I well, plus if you have two Pac-12 teams in there, you can't fit Ohio State. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't fit. <laughs> you can only have one more team outside of Wisconsin and your two Pac-12 teams, right? Well, Wisconsin's yeah. not going to make it this year. Next okay, year, right. probably. At least but. you'll admit that. All right, let's do NFL. Um, so we didn't do it last week. We forgot. I think maybe you did. I don't know. But over. I did my of overreactions week, of the week. Okay, uh, why don't you go ahead with yours? I do have one this week. So I have three. Um, first one, after watching last night's Bengals-Rams game and seeing the play calling by the Rams, I think Sean McVay is going to get fired this season. It's overreaction number one. Overreaction number two, which honestly might not be one, Tua is going to be the MVP. He has looked fantastic. Overreaction number three, Packers will win the division if they stay healthy. And when we talk about the Lions-Packers, I have even more takes about this. So, Okay. Um, I 
I could see the McVay take. I think he would resign before he would get fired, though, just because they won a Super Bowl. Um, Tua's the MVP, definitely not an overreaction. He looks great. If he stays healthy, he should win it with the weapons he has on offense. He's actually the favorite. And he's right also now. the current favorite. Yep. yep. Um, Packers winning the division if they stay healthy. Mm, definitely an overreaction. Well, of course you're going to disagree with Not this. a horrible take. Well, yeah, I'm going to disagree with it, but I'm not going to say it's a horrible take. I think I think the North goes to either the Packers or the Lions this year. The Vikings look atrocious, and the Bears are the Bears. So, yep. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna come down to those those small games. Like also like the Packers not healthy right now, and they've looked okay. So, will be interesting. Um, let's see, let's see. My overreaction: the Bears will get the first and second overall pick. Um, I think they finish this season zero and seventeen. And I don't think Carolina looks good either, and they've got their first overall or their first round pick, so I could see it going either way. I like that. Could be take, Carolina actually. gets the first overall pick and the Bears get the second, but I think the Bears get the top two picks. And I was also wondering what has that ever happened, and if so, when was the last time? Because I, in my I, lifetime, yeah. I don't think that's happened. I was also wondering that because I almost made that my overreaction, um, and then I kind of forgot about it. I'll look up has any team gotten. One one and one two. How crazy how crazy would it be if they got one and two and they took Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, and they still had DJ Moore? That offense would be kinda good. They should just take Caleb Williams and Drake May and let him fight out for who's the starter and then trade Justin Fields. <laughs> yep. I don't know I don't know what they could get for Justin Fields. They could probably get a fifth round pick. What did Trey Lance get? A fifth? Yeah. Justin Fields would get Fields. way more than that. You think so? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he, had a, he, he actually played. Injury. Yeah, I don't think. He I don't see anything first, about an NFL team drafting one one and one two. By the way, I was gonna say I don't think it's ever happened because you got to get, you got to have the, you got to have a bad team first of all, and then you have to do a trade to get a first round pick from another bad team. So, would be kind of cool to see. I'll be rooting for it. Um before we get into our teams, I do. I I just I want to get right into it because I'm still a little bit heated about it. The Sunday night controversy. Um, it's not a controversy for most people, but it is for this podcast. Uh, we do a same game parlay every week for the primetime games. Uh, you, me, and Javi, we each pick two legs, and this week, five of our six hit, and the sixth leg was Allen Robinson 25 plus receiving yards. And for those that didn't see it. On, was that the last play of the game or nearing before they kneeled it, correct? It was like the second or third last play. The last meaningful Steelers play, needed yes. a, yeah, Steelers needed a first down to be able to run out the clock, and Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson caught the ball, had the first down, so he gave himself up, but he skidded an extra yard. The refs spotted him about a yard short of where he was touched down, and I believe they did this because Vegas knows. They called in. They said, wow, a lot of people have this in parlays. Let's bump it back. And FanDuel even, I saw this on Twitter, they had it as 25 receiving yards, and then it was changed to 24, and our parlay lost. Your thoughts, because I'm obviously, I'm fucking heated about it. What do you think? Yeah, um, I was talking about this with Paige yesterday. So the ball was snapped from like the 32-and-a-half-yard line, but they considered it the 32. He caught it at like the 37, or... 39 and a half yard line uh almost the 40 yard line 
So the only way for them to not consider that seven yards, they would have had to mark it at the 33, the line of scrimmage at the 33, which it was closer to the 32. And then they would have had to mark him down at the 39, and I believe they marked him at the 40. So I just don't understand. Math isn't mathing on this one. Yeah, it doesn't add up. And the only way that they're getting out of it, and this is like, I, I deep down, I don't think I actually think this, but with how much money the NFL is getting from sports books, like, because it was a, it was a, FanDuel said a lot of people contacted them and posted it on Twitter. They said that they go based on the box score. So if there was a stat correction and bumped them up to twenty five from the NFL, they would then pay out the bet. They said that since the NFL took the yard away. They took the yard away, and that's how they're getting out of it is because, in air quotes here, the NFL spotted him there and gave him 24 yards. But in my head, I'm like, okay, you guys give them all this money, though, and you're like one of their biggest sponsors, so you're probably in their back pocket saying, hey, give them 24 yards. It'll save us some money. Because you got to assume we're not the only people that lost the parlay on that leg. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a popular bet. So So we're back on my take that Vegas has the NFL in their pockets. I think they do. I think I think in 40 years, when you and I are gray and old, I think there's going to be a documentary about how the NFL was working with the bookmakers and spotting it certain ways and just small shit like this. Because I, I saw a lot of stuff about how many times this has happened to some people. It happens a lot in the NBA with like rebounds and shit, too. I know that's not the NFL, but... I think well, I think in 40 years there's going to be some shit about the mobile betting apps. I mean, have you watched the uh, doc, the Netflix documentary um, about the NBA and the ref, uh, Tim, o- what, Tim Donahue? Donahue? Yeah, Tim Donahue. I have not seen that, but I heard it was good. It is good, and it sheds a lot of light on just, like, he wasn't the only one that was also doing it. So it's like, if they were doing it then, and now it's easier to do it, why wouldn't they'd be doing it well and it's not even so much about affecting the direct outcome of the game now you got all these prop bets it's something as simple as like finding some gray area to save yourself some coin and it fucks people over like that that's that's such a gray area of like Like that play 32 and a half if you give them a yard or not it doesn't affect the game so exactly it doesn't affect him and his bonuses either yeah it barely could affect fantasy football really you would have to have a decimal system for that one yard, you know? Yep. So it's it's just shitty for us, and it's honestly – like, I we didn't lose, like, our homes because of it, so I'm not actually that heated. It's just frustrating, and it sucks. But Especially because we've been so close every week, so. I know. We've been so goddamn close, and that was the closest. What was the one the week before? Um, was it Or was it Thursday night? Well, we had the we Chubb really and Chubb uh, the Chubb Jamal injury. Was hit. Yep. So, all right, let's talk Lions real quick, and then I'll let you talk about your Packers, and then we'll talk about both at the same time for the first time this year. Can't wait. Um, the Lions pretty much just took care of business, man. They, they made the Falcons look like little bitches. Desmond Ritter's not a good quarterback. The one thing I did love was that the defense looked good because the first two games they had not really looked that good. Um they only gave up six points, and they really shut down B. John Robinson. I think he had 30 yards rushing and, like, 10 or 15 receiving. He didn't do much. 
Um, so that was a good look. Jared Goff looked good. He threw one bad pick, uh, really overthrew Amon Ra. He was wide open down the seam, but that's okay. You'll have those. This is his first pick of the year. Um, the real test is this week, and I cannot fucking wait. Um, not much to talk about in this game. They really just handled business. I think Hutch had two sacks. He also hit one of the nastiest stanky legs I've ever seen in my life. Did you see that? I did not. It was not actually nasty. He does not have good moves. Um, <laughs> what was the other point I wanted to make? Um, oh, listening to the Lions radio, I realized that I need to find a way to listen to the Lions broadcasters on the radio and time it up with my TV because once we stopped, I was able to listen to the live broadcast, and those announcers suck. The Lions broadcast, you get that little bit of bias, you know? Not mm-hmm. even a little bit. You get the full bias. Like, they don't give a sh- They're able to say whatever they want, and that is yeah. amazing for me. So i got to find a way to get that going. Uh, your Packers, nice big comeback. Talk about it. Yeah. Um, once again, played without um, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones and Bakhtiari and Jair Alexander. Um we looked rough in the first half. Jordan Love did not look good in the first half. For once, he wasn't perfect. Uh, he did throw an interception on Sunday. He was only 22 for 44. So, I mean, he wasn't great. Um, but, once again, he was effective and perfect when he needed to be. And that was the fourth quarter. Uh, we lit up the Saints 18 nothing in the fourth quarter to come back from 17-0. And we won the game. Granted, Jameis was in for the second half for the Saints, but, I mean, he led a very banged-up Packers team back from down 17 points, and I can't be mad about it. I honestly, I don't have much to say because it wasn't it wasn't a great win. It was one that we needed, and the only thing it proved is what we've seen is that Jordan Love is good under pressure. So... Um, I did want to say that his QBR dropped by 20 points, and this week now it's going to drop by 70. So get ready for that. Also, A.J. Dillon, not the guy, confirmed again. A.J. Dillon is a fat piece of shit. Like, I'm starting to get... I think he's just too jacked. I'm starting to get, like, Eddie Lacy 2.0 vibes from him. Yeah, but he's not actually fat. He's just too muscular for running back. I, I honestly agree. He's not running back jacked. He's like natural human being, like power lifter jacked, and that doesn't translate. Like can't to run, back. yeah. <laughs> so he's got to he's got to think about that. Um, yeah. Do you know? Um, while we get into our preview here, uh, are Watson and Jones going to play this week? So they were both very close to playing on Sunday. Um, they were both warming up on the field before the game, and they. Both looked fine. I know Watson was a limited participant today in practice, but that's kind of just what they've been doing with him. He's been limited to kind of protect his hamstrings. Um, I believe Aaron Jones is most likely going to play. He looked just fine in warm-ups. Jair, I didn't even know he was injured, so I was kind of surprised when he didn't play. And Bakhtiari, I'm never expecting Bakhtiari to play because you never know when the fuck this dude's going to play. Um my thoughts here are that the Packers held out Watson. Like, I I think he was fully fine to go this week. But I think that they held him out this week because he hasn't played yet. 
and the Lions don't have any film on him with Jordan Love. And I also think that Aaron Jones was probably fine to play, but they wanted to make sure that he was fully rested up against the Lions. And I, I honestly, I still don't, I don't understand the Jair thing, but I just think with the Lions having less, less tape on these guys with Jordan Love, plus getting them that extra week of rest, I think might have been part of the game plan here. I don't think they were necessarily doing it specifically for the Lions. They could have been. That's true. We don't have any tape on Watson and Love. But I think it's also just a longevity thing, and the season's so long. Why rush them back against the Saints team that's not that scary? Yeah. So well, Yeah, that's more also, what I meant. Like, it didn't want to rush them so back, early. but also, like, save them for – rather have them be more healthy for the divisional game that matters more. Yep, and it's a short week. You know, you got four yeah. days, so I can see that. Um, so let's do – I don't know how much more you have to say about Thursday night, but let's just do, like, let me go, let me cook, then you can rebuttal, and we'll do the same for you, okay? Okay, sure. So this Lions team is the best Lions team that I've watched in probably nine years. And I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Jordan Love has looked good. He shows a lot of Aaron Rodgers' tendencies. So it's a little bit unfortunate that I can't go into this game fully certain we're going to win. I'm going to go into it with high hopes. And we look great. Jared Goff looks good. As long as Amaraz healthy, I know he's banged up. We obviously we're hurting too. CJ's gone for the year. Um, Montgomery's out. Uh, who else was out? Taylor Decker's still out. James Houston's out, so we're fucking banged up. So I'm definitely like, if you asked me two weeks ago how confident I was for this Lions-Packers game after that Chiefs win, I fuck, I'd be sitting here screaming into this mic about how the Packers are going to be little bitches and Detroit owns Green Bay and blah, blah, blah. But I can't do that because we're banged up. So I'm going into it with high hopes. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be one of the first good primetime games that we've had yet, and I wouldn't be surprised if it came down to a last-second field goal. Uh, final score prediction, Lions 21, Packers 20 with a Riley Patterson game-winning field goal as time expires. All right. That's funny you say that because I'm kind of thinking along the same lines for my final score. Um, yeah, I mean, Love has looked great uh, outside of the first half last week. But granted, the Saints defense is very good. I think the Lions defense can be good, especially when healthy. Um, I'm not extremely worried about it just because it's, it is the Lions defense. And yes, you guys made upgrades, but they are now somewhat banged up and love did what he did to the Saints defense last week. Like, looking back on last week's game, you can say, oh, like, Jameis came in. Yeah, well, Love didn't face Jameis. He still faced the Saints defense, who wasn't any more banged up than they were in the first half. So, um, I think the Love to Watson connection is going to be electric. May I say so myself? Um, I also love the fact that Jordan loves 
I kind of like that. Jordan loves Dobbs um, because it's a very <laughs> strong second option. And now Musgrave has also looked great. I think we have like four legitimate offensive weapons as like receiving options. That's not even considering Aaron Jones. I think this team is very dangerous, and I'm so excited for this week. I think it is going to be a tight game. Uh, in Lambeau, I have to give the home team the edge. I'm going 23-21 Packers on a last-second field goal as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The spreadsheet has lines 22, Packers 21. Yeah, it's it's going to be a close game. This will not be a blowout. I think it will be the best primetime game of the year so far. There hasn't been a better one, right? Vikings Eagles. I don't pretty think good. so. But I feel like yeah, the Eagles but... had that one pretty much under control. Yeah, I don't think there's really been like a wow, this game was awesome. I mean, the oh, Bills Lions, Jets was Lions good, Chiefs. but it shouldn't have been. Yep, and Lions Chiefs was pretty good too to start the year. Yeah, that's okay. That's a little bit of bias for me though. But I think this will be the first true like back and forth. Like I'm gonna be fucking nervous, and I'm not doing any other bet except for our prime time parlay because I'm going to be tweaking throughout this whole fucking game. There's also just a lot of uncertainties in this game, especially from the Packers side, which kind of puts a lot of the game in question. So I don't know. All right, well, we've already gone pretty long, so I'm going to kind of fly through the rest of this stuff here. Um, The Dolphins, we kind of already mentioned it. They made the Broncos look like a JV team. The Broncos are awful. Um, 70 points is a record. It's not the record. It's a record. First time since, what, the 60s? It's a record in our lifetime. The record is is 72, and I think they could have kicked a field goal to break the record. Yeah. But... Quick question for you. Are the Broncos or the Bears the bur- the worst team in the league? Bears by or far. Either? I think so, too. Um, uh, my Colorado hate has now shifted because Colorado lost. I don't need to focus my energy there. Um, I hate Taylor Swift. So, so sick. I. I, I, I have always kind of had a riff with her. Um, she, like, I don't get Swifties. I don't understand being obsessed with one person no matter what. Like, whether it's a normal person, like, your girlfriend or like a family, like nobody should be that obsessed over one single person. And there are millions of girls that are obsessed with Taylor Swift and they've never met her. And it's all over. And then like, I couldn't even watch the chiefs game because it was, it was the Taylor Swift broadcast. Then my fucking social media is flooded. The tweet where people are worried for, I shouldn't say people. There was a single Taylor Swift fan that tweeted that she is worried for Taylor Swift because Travis, the, Yes, because of when he punched the teammate in the preseason. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you also see the tweet thread explaining how football works? No. (laughs) It was like, real quick, it was like, all right, Swifties, since we're getting into football now, because Taylor is, uh, you have four downs to gain 10 yards. That's the yellow line on the field. and Like, just the most basic shit. Oh, no. A lot of good memes came out of it, though, because it was like Russell Wilson hearing this information, and it's like a real confused <laughs> Russell Wilson face. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude, I, oh my God. And like, oh, I use, like, I enjoy Taylor Swift's music, but like her old stuff. I haven't yes. listened, like, she wears high heels, I wear sneakers, she's cheer captain, and I'm on the bleachers. That type of shit gets me going. Love story, great song. 
The new stuff, I can't get with it. And the the Swifty love is ridiculous. So I'm I'm about done with that. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I hope she doesn't go to any more games. But Chill. we are getting some good memes out of it. Um, let's see. Are the Jags bad? I don't know. I haven't determined yet. I'm really wondering because could we just say that Trevor Lawrence last year, it was like what, the second half of the season he was good last year? Yeah. Yep. Could we just yep. say that was they a fluke? Went on like a, are you going to say the second half was a fluke or is he going to start slow like last year? Uh, I haven't determined. I know. I'm in the same boat. I still don't know. Um, but, man, the, the Texans manhandled them. But C.J. Stroud looks like he's going to be a good quarterback. He hasn't thrown a pick yet. Um, I don't know. He went for like, for like what, yards. Nine, 900 yards total in his first three games? Yep. Tank no Dell picks. looks great. Nico Collins looks good. I could Tank see, Dell's like, a beast. Your Texans, takes, your Texans take just gets better and better each week. I'm telling you. That was a good one. That was, a good, that was one of your overreactions, correct? Over 500? Um, I think so. Yeah, that's not a bad take. Um, two more here, and then we'll get into Paige's picks, because I know we've gone very long. Appreciate you all still listening. Uh, the Vikings just don't want to win games. The end of that Chargers game was atrocious. That game was gross as it is. Um, the Vikings were down four. The Chargers went for it on their own 25, um, and they didn't get it. Vikings got the ball. They couldn't score. I don't remember watching this. I just know there's bad play calling. Also, stat for you real quick. This year, the Vikings are now 0-3 in one-score games. Uh, last year, in one-score games, they were 11-1. and That's how they got their bread. So, not afraid of the Vikings. They don't look good. Kirk Cousins looks about as bad as you can look. Um, Justin Jefferson. Uh, no. No. Kirk Cousins does not look bad. Kirk Cousins looks just fine, actually. I guess I should rephrase that. Kirk Cousins, in crunch time, looks bad. I don't think it's his fault, though. Like... The whole one-score game record, you had to see that coming. There was no way that a team was going to continue to go 11-1 and oh, one yeah, in one-score games. Um, hot take about this team, though. I think Cam Akers takes over for Alexander Madison as the starter in a few weeks. I I wouldn't doubt it. It's the, it's the attitude thing that always gets me with Cam Akers. Like, if you have a bad attitude. See, but I heard that wasn't the you, issue this year. coach is going to hate you. No? I heard that was no. the issue. Hmm. I saw a very funny tweet though. It was uh, my source was trust me, bro. <laughs> it was um, the tweet was can't wait for the mid off between Alexander Madison and Cam yep. Akers in Minnesota. <laughs> yep, literally. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I, they could also do a two back system and be just fine because I feel like there are two running backs that aren't that bad, but neither of them. And they're like, two different now. types of backs too. I feel like. Yeah, and I, I like Madison was always the compliment to Cook. However, last year when Cook was out, Madison usually looked good. Madison has looked bad now. So yeah. Um, the only other one I have here, the Cowboys lose to the Cardinals. This was, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I didn't see this coming. I knew the Cowboys. I was trying not to get too crazy on them because they played two bad quarterbacks. Uh, but now they just played a back a backup quarterback and they got rolled. And the Cardinals had what 450 yards of offense. Yeah. Uh, another hot take. I don't think the Cardinals will be a top five pick in the draft. Not a, not a horrible pick. They the defense too looks like they are pissed about people that want them to tank. Uh, week one, I don't know if we talked about it. They were head hunting and they looked mad. Yeah. And Josh Dobbs doesn't look like an atrocious quarterback, to be honest with you. They like they have weapons, and Kyler's gonna be back eventually. Like, yeah. So I I. 
don't think that's that's kind of like a, a reheated pizza in the microwave for one minute take kind of warm yeah. but not too hot still a little cold. yeah um all right pages picks quick because we've gone so long um record update let me pull it up oh i did want to say Jaden reed man he he was a good addition for the packers too second round pick there yeah he fits uh, great in that system Pages picks. I have the records here. Uh, last week I went eleven and five. Austin, you went ten and six. Page went nine and seven. Good week all around. Um, on the season so far, Austin in the lead at 21, 29 and nineteen. I'm twenty eight and twenty, and then Page is twenty seven and twenty one. So real tight. Uh, could be a good week. Let's get started. Lions at the Packers. Page says, "Ha ha ha! This is basically Jake versus Austin. Let's go with." The Packers. I'm obviously okay. on the Packers as well. Yep, and I'm clearly going to take the Lions. Um, I can't remember last week, but usually when Paige and I pick the Lions together, they lose. So, kind of happy she's <laughs> going with the Packers. Um, Damn it. Falcons at the – I don't think it happens when you guys both take the Packers. Though. I think it's strictly when me and Paige take the Lions. They lose. Um, hmm. Falcons or no? They she took them last week though, so maybe that doesn't apply anymore. Falcons at the Jags in London, gross. Um, Paige says, "Why are they in London? What's the point besides wasting money?" Uh, Jags though, because I don't ever hear anything about the Falcons, and I still like the long-haired man, meaning Trevor Lawrence. So um, she's on the Jags. I'm gonna take the Falcons just because it's London. Okay. I'm taking the Jags because I'm not ready to admit that they're bad after the season they had last year. Um, also, hot take, the Jags will be in London in the next five years, permanently. Ooh. They they play there every year, I swear. Yep, and they have two this year. Mm. There's, rumors, there's rumors that the owner might want to move. So, And London wants the team. They just want the team to pay for it, though, rather than the city pay for it. That's Dolphins so at the Bills. Um, Paige says, Dolphins for sure, no question. They're going to win the bowl with three Dolphin emojis. Um, I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm a little worried this game, or this line makes no sense, and I'm kind of scared for a trap. I feel like after the Dolphins put up 70 points, um, granted the Bills are good too, but I don't feel like the Dolphins should be three-point underdogs after a game they just put up 70 points in. So, a little worried. I... I agree with you, except for who you think is going to win. I think this game easily could be a trap. It doesn't make sense. It should really just be a pick em. Um I guess since the Bills are at home. But, yeah, the Dolphins put up 70 last week. They've looked very good. But I'm, I'm on the Bills. I Their defense looks very good. So, uh, Bengals at the Titans. Page says, oof, I like the Bengals, but I'm a self-proclaimed Tennessean now, so I have to like the Titans. I am on the opposite side. I'm on the Bengals. They got to get right is eventually. Ten- is Tennessean a real word? Yes. Like the people, like like Michigander, but you guys say Tennessean? Yeah. It's kind of fucking gross. Um, I'm on the Bengals as well. I feel like it's kind of the same situation as the Jags. I don't. I'm not ready to admit that they might not be good, and I'm ready for them to get going, and I want to be on the right side of it when they do. So, uh, Broncos at the – their line is so bad, though. Their offensive line. They've tried to make a bunch of upgrades, and it's so horrible. They just keep getting injured. I know. 
Uh, Broncos at the Bears. I don't even want to pick this fucking game. Yeah, uh, Paige says disgusting. Broncos, I guess. I'm assuming she doesn't understand why she says disgusting for that one, I don't think. Um, But we all agree um, it is a disgusting game. I will also take Mm -hmm. the Broncos. Uh, I've got the Broncos as well. Um, But if I could predict a tie, I'd say a tie because it might be (laughs) 0-0. Ravens at the Broncos. We haven't had a 0-0 tie, have we? Uh, I'm sure there's been one in NFL history, but not recently. Yeah. Back in like nine, sorry, gonna... my uh, my mic started to do the thing where it stops recording, so it probably just cut out. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Ravens at the Browns. Um, there. So there's no line for this game. Um, Paige says disgusting part two. Ravens, because they're purple, legit hate the Browns logo. I can't get over it. I'm taking the Ravens. Even I think this is a bounce-back game after last week. I've got the Browns. I don't think the Ravens can bounce back with the amount of injuries that they've got. They've got injuries on the offensive line. they got injuries on defense, and now Gus Edwards is banged up. Browns look good. Defense looks good. They put up points last week. Give me the Browns. Uh, I think the okay. Browns will probably be minus three in that game. Uh, Steelers at the Texans. Page says, Hornum, Texans. I'm on the Texans She's got to stop saying that. That's not a thing. There's no such thing <laughs> as Hornum. It's driving me insane. It, it, like, even if she was trying to do the college football Texas thing, it's hook em horns. It's not yeah. Hornum. By the way, Browns <laughs> minus two and a half just looked. Um, oh. Give me the Steelers. Steelers defense looks good. I'm not ready to admit the Texans could be a decent team. Um, <laughs> Steelers. Steelers offense looks bad, but their defense still yeah. looks good. So... I, I think that the defense shuts down the Texans. I think Stroud has his rookie showcase of two picks. So Vikings at the Panthers. Panthers are plus three and a half. Um, Paige says, so, like, I really like the Panthers for some reason, but I feel like they're not good, right? I don't know. The Panthers. Someone's got to believe. And fun fact, I'm also going to believe this week I'm taking the Panthers. Kind of insane to take a team led by Andy Dalton. Um, yeah, but he looked good. But I, I did just get done trashing the Vikings. But I think I think the Vikings get their first win. I think I've taken them every week, too. No, I definitely took the Eagles. That was the thing. But I don't I know. I don't. I kind of thought about taking the Vikings, and I was like, did I take them every week? And then I was like, mm, I'm just not going to lose again with them. So. No. We both had the Chargers last week, actually. I just remembered. Oh, um, so I've taken them once. Yeah, me too. So I'm taking the Vikings. Uh, I don't. I don't trust Andy Dalton. He's a fucking redhead. I hate redheads, except for Paige. Redhead men. Let me rephrase. Um, That's fair. Fire crotch over there. He's fucked. Um, all right, Rams at Colts. Colts are minus one and a half. Interesting line. Paige says apparently I don't understand the Colts situation, but that's okay because I'll pick the Rams no matter what forever. Um, I'm taking the Colts. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm over the Rams. I wish we could do a Colts if Richardson plays, but I feel like Minshew's good enough to get the job done because the uh, that's kind of where I just, was at too. The Rams are just like bleh. they got a decent defense, but their play um, calling yesterday was so bad. Play calling's bad. The run game didn't look great, and Matthew Stafford kind of looks like he's getting old. So, give me the Colts. 
Bucks, Saints. Is that Saints minus three and a half? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pitch says Saints. Fuck the Bucks. I'm gonna go with the Saints as well. It is Jameis season, baby. Maybe the Bucks. I I like Baker too much. Their defense looked okay. It's <gasps> obviously my long shot this week. Give me the Bucks. You know what I just remembered? What's that? This is also a revenge game for Jameis. Yeah, it is. He's either going to go out there and throw five picks or he's going to throw five touchdowns, 500 yards. No in between. I want I want to be on the right side of the revenge game here. So. <laughs> you have to just in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, commanders at the Eagles. Hey, Page says one. Commanders. I don't know. I, I, I don't know either. Um, Eagles yeah. is the easy pick. Eagles is very easy. Next. Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers minus six. Page says, number 96, baby. Raiders. Cooch. Um, I feel like she probably should have said Isaiah Cooch. Or Isaac Cooch. Not just Cooch, but it's fine. Um, I'm on the Raiders. Or, no, sorry, Jesus. I'm on the Chargers. I was going to not correct you and then change it, but I'm not that dirty. Uh, Fun fact, and you can tell Page this. Um, I finally stumbled across this person on TikTok. Um, I believe it's his now wife. I think yes. they're married. Um, she annoys me. I don't like her. So <laughs> fuck the Raiders. Give me the Chargers. She's just like, she strikes me as like, in the couple of videos I watched, because I was like, holy shit, this is like who Paige is always talking about. And like just some of her videos, like she can't handle hate comments. And she just strikes me as like, a Brittany Holmes 2.0. So I was going to take the charge. She anyways, hates no, Brittany Mahomes. I, I don't get how she can like this. Like, obviously, they're not the same. She doesn't have the annoying Well, I guess voice. you just walked in. I'm going to let her know that you said that. He hates Allison Cooch. Shut up. I love her. <laughs> I do She's not. Amazing. I she She strikes me as cocky. She can't handle hate. He said she can't handle hate and reminds him of Brittany Mahomes 2.0. What do you mean she can't handle hate? She's amazing. She's the breadwinner of that family. The Raiders are. Well, now she is because she used her husband's fame through football. This is true. All right. Did she hear that? No. I'll let her know. Mm. Okay. All right. Patriots at Cowboys. Cowboys minus seven. Uh, Paige says, "LOL, Cowboys." Duh. Um, I'm also on the Cowboys. I've got the Cowboys, too. I think they win this game, but minus seven seems like a lot for a team that just lost to the Cardinals. So There's a lot of trap be, games might, this week. Might be peaking at Patriots plus seven, but yeah, um, Cowboys win that game. Uh, Cardinals at the Niners. Niners are minus 14. Paige says, last week I went against my Cardinals, and it was a terrible decision. So Cardinals for sure, even though they're probably going to lose to the 49ers. Um... I'm taking the Niners. This is trap game part two and a half. No way the Niners cover 14. I thought the exact same thing. 49ers win, but 14 is so many points. However, they beat the Steelers by that much, and it's at home. So that I, is I, true. I do think the Cardinals cover, though. I think they got enough firepower on offense to put up some points. But these might the 49ers be, defense is very good, too. These games might be trap, trap lines. Yeah. That's like double trap. <laughs> That's a great confusing way to put it. Um, Chiefs at the Jets. Jets are plus nine and a half. Uh, Paige says, Chiefs, I hate the Jets. I'm taking the Chiefs by 40. Uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs probably by about 40. I think you're right on there. 
Um, Seahawks at the Giants. Giants minus one and a half. Paige says, Seahawks, I don't appreciate the Giants. Um, I'm on the Seahawks. I This game, I just thought about changing it. I've been back and forth. Trap game 3.0. Trap game 3.75. Um, I think also the, where's the game that I was thinking of? Um, God damn it. The Rams is a trap game too. But give me the just give me the Giants. Sorry, I could be quicker. Giants are going to win this game at home. Danny yeah. Dimes is going to run for probably ninety yards. Can't wait to throw yeah. that in our parlay. Um, all right, let's oh, get moving no. here because we have gone we have gone so long. Um, yeah. Anything for the do not bet this quick? I have nothing because I actually had a decent weekend. Um, I don't really have anything to add. Yeah, I have Ole Miss. Um, Colorado until further notice times two. I did put that on the list already. Uh, the Rams, college football spreadsheet when there's a ranked game, and then Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, Michigan State should be all over that thing. I put the Lions right, on here, and I don't – was that last zero, week? Zero, two, three. Hang on, I got to yeah, focus. Yeah, that was last week. Nine, 10, 12, uh, 22, 22, 23, 24, 24 30. 30. Ooh, I barely snuck in on that one. Wow. Good, that, good, good. That's a, that's a good luck sign right there. We're hitting. If we hit right here, we're even as well, by the way for the podcast hell yeah lightning numbers 29 and 15 so we don't have a lightning number that's okay nothing just hit one of our cute little numbers on there oh right next to zero 32 damn uh, damn that's two weeks in a row now we haven't hit that means we're 32 next any packers or lions by the number 32 uh brian branch 32 i don't yep. know Packers by down, down 50 now for the podcast. We need another hit. We haven't had one in a minute. Uh, yeah, so nope. Thursday night, while you're thinking, while you're watching that game, think about us. Uh, Frankie, I think we will be texting, so I will talk to you then. Anyways, yeah. have a great weekend. Let's hit some tanks. Enjoy some tutties. Enjoy some football. Peace. Peace out. Go Pack Go. Fuck the Packers.